Welcome to the Sample Chapter Podcast, the show where authors read a sample chapter from one of their books. Here's your host, Jason A. Meiske. Hello, Sample Chapter listeners. Hey, this is episode 244 of the show, and uh, this week we have part two of our feature with Brian Fitzpatrick. This week we're going to be hearing a sample chapter from Brian's second book in the Metcraft series. Uh, this one's called Disruption. And it's a, it's a really great sample chapter reading because it was actually done uh, kind of like an audio drama. It's got music in the background. It's, it's really cool sounding. Um, and Brian does a really nice um, a brief intro at the beginning explaining a little bit of what uh, what's coming up and what's happening so it's it's a really cool sample chapter that you're going to really enjoy and uh, yeah i invite you to uh, make sure you click those links in the notes to find everything about brian and uh, where to find his books and uh, yeah just just check out everything he has to offer because he's got some really cool stuff for you so i'm just realizing i'm i'm actually talking rather softly it's <laughs> It's an early morning here. I had a really nice Labor Day weekend, uh, but I'm up early to get some things done. And, and, you know, it's just one of those mornings where it feels quiet. You know, when when you're up real early, you don't want to wake anybody else up. Even though I'm in another part of the house, I just, I don't know. It feels nice to just, you know, sit here with you and me, and we're just having a nice little chat. And, uh, yeah, it's comfortable, right? (laughs) Hopefully this isn't creepy. So last week uh, with the interview, I didn't want to talk too much about my own writing, but uh, this week I can bring up that uh, I am full-blown into editing of Bandit 2, shooting for a November release is what I'm hoping for right now. Um, I don't mind if I push it back a little bit like to December, because it actually takes place in December, uh, the story itself, but... Uh, you know, if I can get it out a little bit earlier, that'd be nice. And uh, also having a really nice time right now with uh, getting to get back to my writing group. Um, you know, I spent a few years not really getting to attend meetings, uh, <laughs> a handful a year, and usually it's through Zoom. But lately it's been been really great to connect with them and get in there and get to meetings again. And... Uh, uh, we're working together on a, a second anthology. You know, working on that story for that for that book has been a lot of fun, and uh, and it's been really special too because my daughter has submitted a story that everybody's looking forward to, and I'm having a a really nice time working with her and talking with her about story and um yeah that's that's uh, that's been a really cool thing that's uh, that's going on as well. Once that's all ready to go, I'll make sure to share details about that and. Uh, let you know where you can get it. Well, hey, uh, no sense taking up a whole lot of time. We'll get over to the reading here in just a second, but uh, make sure you're checking out our links at the bottom of this episode, uh, starting with Writer's Block Coffee. They are an affiliate of the show, meaning anytime you purchase uh, some of their delicious coffee, a little bit of something comes back to the show to help out with uh, with the show costs. Uh, but I love Writer's Block Coffee. Uh, the flavors are incredible, whether it's the Deadline Dark or the Whiskey Barrel Aged Blend, which, as you know, that's my favorite. 
Um, and then they have the, the regular writer's block blend as well. Um, I still use that spoon every day. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just, just go to their website and check out some of their uh, utensils, some of the other things they have. They have this spoon that's a bag clip. And it's just the right length to reach inside a, a bag of coffee. And uh, I use mine every day. It's really cool. But uh, yes, for our Sample Chapter listeners, make sure you use the code SAMPLECHAPTER at checkout and save 10%. Make sure you're also going in and uh, checking out our friends at Pop Goes the Culture Network. They have about a half a dozen other shows. All of them cool. All of them a lot of fun to listen to. And all of them pop culture related. Uh, they're working on some upcoming uh, drafts again. Some, uh, you know, some. Uh, they've invited me and other shows to come in and participate, uh, kind of like what I did earlier this spring, where I selected uh, Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer as uh, best video, and actually we won thanks to you guys all voting for me. Sledgehammer won that poll. So uh, this will be an interesting one coming up. I believe it's horror movie based. But, uh, you know, once I know more, I'll be sure to share that on all the uh, social medias and uh, talk about it here on the show as well. So, but yeah, click that link in the show notes so you can find out more about Pop Closer Culture. As I alluded to already, we are, we are available on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And yeah, I know it's, it's X now, not Twitter, but still whatever. Uh, but you can find us there, just the Sample Chapter Podcast. And uh, if you want to reach out to the show, you can do so through email by just uh, contacting me at samplechapterpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, well, hey, without further ado, let's hop on over to our fantastic sample reading from our guest, Brian Fitzpatrick. Hey everyone, this is Brian Fitzpatrick, author of Metcraft. In this section of the tale, a strange murderer is killing Metcrafters throughout Los Angeles. Jake and his team have been sent to the Los Angeles Zoo on a tip that there's a safe house of scared Metcraft users, and they want to get there before the murderer does. So here we go. In the tiger pit, Jake summoned and sent a large sphere at the attacking beast, knocking it off Jesus. Keeping his wits about him, Jesus coated his claw wounds with nanos and stood up. Two more tigers joined the original attacker and stalked their dinner. As Jake and Jesus coated their torsos and attempted to rise up to escape again, all three leaped at them. Jesus dodged and rose higher, and Jake conjured a shield that deflected the other two. They were nearly out of the enclosure when two large mech spikes plunged into them. As they lost focus and dropped back into danger, Jake caught sight of the mech-coated figure racing toward them, Trent not far behind. They struck the ground hard and the tigers pounced. Claws dug deep and raked across their torsos, both boys crying out. All eight tigers joined in the feast. Jake felt his flesh rip across his chest, and he saw a tiger bite down on Jesus' neck and jaw, muffling his cries. The spikes embedded in their bellies dissolved and rejoined their attacker. Tramp paused and fired an array of small blades, striking the frenzied beasts, buying his friends just enough time to create defenses. Jake and Jesus encased their flesh in nanos and willed them to harden. The tigers, only mildly distracted by Trent's attack, returned to their prey to find the tender treats now impossible to rend. As they floated upward, the tigers did their best to pin the morsels to the ground, 
Finally, they broke free and rose above to a safe height. Their enemy took position above the opposite end of the tiger enclosure, facing the three of them. Trent was closest, and he bolted in full force, conjuring two mech pistols in his palms. He fired relentlessly, each mech bullet striking home. The enemy simply absorbed the hits in its nanotech coating. The figure sent a long tendril from the coating down into the tiger pit. Suddenly the tendril went taut, and the figure picked up a struggling, flailing tiger and hurled it at Trent. He rolled and flipped his angle and narrowly dodged the living projectile, sending him spinning off course. Jake sent his own tendril and caught the poor animal, assisting in a gentle landing. Trent lost momentum and came to a hard landing on the asphalt near the enclosure. Grant came up to Trent. Anne's fine now, uttered Grant, never taking his eyes off the enemy. Let's take him down. They charged at the nano-coated foe. Jake and Jesus followed their lead and flew at the target. The figure, still hovering in the air, launched four tendrils and a barrage of small blades at all the attackers. Jake was ready and used his power to disrupt the weapons and burst them into metallic dust. He tried again, spikes and spears thrown. Jake made quick work of them, filling the air with more dust. The team neared their target and they all began conjuring weapons. Closing in on him, the enemy seemed calm, serene. As they came upon him, the figure dropped to the ground, landing 20 feet below in the tiger pit's moat, disappearing beneath the surface of the water. The four charged into the pit, into the moat in pursuit. The tigers gathered at the edge and paced, so many playthings just out of reach. Searching the depths, the three of them could find no trace of their quarry. He'd escaped them. Soaring out of the tiger enclosure, they met up with Anne at the entrance to the hidden hunter base on the hillside, her face giving away what they'd find inside. The murderer had already done his handiwork. They entered to perform the grisly task of body count and wound details to find any further clues. Over two dozen scared, hiding hunter faction lost their lives in grim, brutal ways. One question nagged at their thoughts, however. How had the murderer known where to go? He'd been one step ahead of them since the beginning, as if he had the knowledge as well as them. The conclusion of that train of thought sent panic through them. Trent called in for a cleanup crew while Jake pondered how he'd explained to Sasha what had happened to the last of her faction. Thank you very much, guys. Looking forward to getting this book into your hands. Have a great night. All right, that was Brian Fitzpatrick reading a sample chapter from book two in the Metcraft series, Disruption. That book and everything about Brian is available in the links below, so make sure you click down there. Uh, don't forget about our affiliate Writer's Block Coffee and Podcast Friends Pop Goes the Culture Network and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out next time when I'm back with a new author a new book and a brand new sample chapter. Take care everybody talk to you again real real soon. Bye